Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. y'all it's michael talks to everybody welcome to the show today Ooh, we got a good one the topic what is love i know you're thinking that's too broad you can't even talk about that in no 30 minutes especially not with just a few people well i'm gonna pull a rabbit out of hat we're gonna talk about it i'm only gonna have one person i only have one guest today and she's a bit of a romantic herself uh and so first let me just talk to you i'm your boy michael kaya you know i'm a comedian motivational speaker actor, and all that stuff but what you didn't know is I'm a love expert. Okay, I'm joking. I'm, I'm out here struggling like, like everybody else, trying to figure out what the hell works and what does not. So what is my authority? My authority on this is life, baby. You know, I've, I've lived it. This, I just got through with my third long-term relationship. I mean, technically, I haven't been single since 1978. I married my high school sweetheart, uh, and I was with her for 12 years. Well, actually, I was married 12 years. We were together for six months. Anyway, 
uh, clearly that wasn't working out. Then I moved to my second wife. Uh, I was with her for 28 years, married for 24. When the thing is over, thing is over. And then finally, the last young lady I was with, this queen, this goddess, I was with her for nine, almost 10 years. But you know what I'm saying? When the thing is over, you get to bump it up the road like the one-legged man. You know what I'm saying? So uh, in each case, it was love, man, really deep, 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 deep love. And then I get out of it. When I finally end this last relationship, I was like, you know, I've done that several times. And I haven't been single since 1978. So I'm going to try the single thing myself. I'm just going to get out here and I'm going to do the bachelor thing. You know, Warren Beatty when he was younger, you know, Jack Nicholson. You know what I'm saying? I got my own house, got a couple of dollars, you know, halfway cute. Woody woo woo. I'm just going to run with the ladies. You know, I ain't going to get committed unless I find somebody who's perfect. And who's perfect? Nobody. But somebody out there perfect for me. Until that happened, I was just going to play the field. And then today's guest walked in, okay? Uh, I mind my own business. I was getting, I had the single thing down, everything. I straightened up the house, changed the art, washed carpets, did all the stuff. I'm thinking I'm on my way to single them. And then walks in Simply Sonia. Okay, my guest today, uh, well, she's a chef. She's a cold sister, intellectual. She's a restaurateur. Uh, she has the coldest soul food restaurant in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, simply called Simply Sonia. And of course, if you can't get in there, because it'd be busy, see if you can get a reservation at her second restaurant called Simply Soul. Okay, both of them mouth-watering good, delicious, the ambiance, the love, everything. And she just purchased in the building for the third uh, restaurant, so she's a, re a restaurateur, but also a lover, you know? I'm knowing this from experiencing her wonderful heart and love and kisses and everything because she also just happened to be my new queen, okay? She didn't shut the door, okay? Here I was thinking I'm clean. Just when you think you out, they pull you back in. And, and, and so she walked into my life and changed everything. And it rocked me to the core. And it was interesting when my producer said yesterday, that wonderful Malika Blessing, she said, why don't you just call it what is love? Because I'm all over the place like a silly school kid telling everybody I'm in love. I mean, I'm telling everybody. I'm, I'm stopping strangers on the street. They said, why are you telling me? I say, shit, I'm telling everybody. You know, because I haven't been this excited about love, which makes me this excited about life ever. So we asked the question, what is love? Are we in authority on it? Well, both of us have had lives. You know, can I reveal your age, dear heart? You can. Okay, she's a very young, sparkling, frisky, 53. Me, I'm 65, but I don't feel a day over 59. So uh, I think both of us had a conversation when we said, well, we had got to a point where we didn't think the magic one will ever come in at this point. But now we were just, when we just, um, I think we was cool with just moving with life, just see what happened. What happened, happened, wasn't expecting nothing. And then we walked in and found each other. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we both said we had prayed to God that we'd find somebody who would love us the way we are loving them. Is that were you saying that as well? Or am I just making this up as I go, baby? Absolutely. I said that. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce my guest for today's show. Uh, what is love? The lovely, the beautiful, simply Sonya. Yeah, boy, simply saying all the bells and whistles are, are ringing because when I met you, I could check off every box, everything I wanted in a woman, 
uh, include myself, I found in you. And I love you so much, and it's changed my whole life, the, uh, the atmosphere and even the stratosphere of who I am. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is Simply Sonia. Simply Sonia, say hello to the people. Tell them a little bit about yourself. Winston-Salem, North Carolina, represent. Hi, hi. My name yeah. is Sonia Wardell. Mm-hmm. Yes, Michael is the love of my life. He says oh. I'm the love of his, but you know, he's the love of mine, too. Woo, woo, woo. So, yes. Um, and like Michael, I've been in several relationships, and I'm, but they've been long-term as well. So I'm a relationship lady. That's I mean, I believe in love. So I guess I have a little bit of authority on it. Um, just to tell you a little bit about me that Michael has not said, I guess, is, um, mm-hmm. well, he's kind of already said it. I'm a mom. I have yes. two beautiful children. Great. And I'm a girl. I'm a grandmom too. About Ooh, the beach. She a fine a grandma. grandma. <laughs> Come on, y'all. A grandmama too, real soon. Come on, somebody. At the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And yes, I do. I do own two restaurants, and currently looking at my third. Um, to God be all the glory. Um, yes. So yes, I, I know a little bit about love. You know, you know quite a bit about it from what I've experienced so far. This is, this is new. It's all new. We've only have several months under our belt, but everything about you so far I have loved. But here's the question to me, to, to you from me. Um, what makes it love? Mm, what makes it love? Mm-hmm. When, it, when it's easy, it just flows. It's like organic. You know, it's not love is work, but it should be easy work. You know, work that mm. you're doing. And wow. you, you make love easy. It's easy loving you. Oh, I think wow. honestly, you you have the kind of love. Besides our love, I think you're just naturally easy to love because you just have a a great spirit. You so really do. Yeah, you um, in love. She in love, y'all. Yeah. Right now, she in love. But but truth still bears out. Truth. I I love love. You know, and I love love. And and I've been working, looking for someone who would love me like I love them, who I can open my mouth and talk to about anything or feel comfortable with. I think that's what makes it love. I think what makes it love is loyalty. Absolutely. What else do you think it is that makes it love? Uh, Communication, of course. Mm, I think that's a big one. (laughs) Expound. Expound on that. Why is is communication so important in a relationship? Well, I mean, how how else would you know what someone else needs if it's not communicated? And it's Mm. not that it has to be verbal. I mean, not just verbal. It is Mm. verbal. Okay. But um, it's like what you say to me all the time. And I'm like, really? I do? That's good. Because that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to communicate to you that I love you. You say to me all the time when I say I love you. And you say, I know. And I'm like, you know. And you'll say, yeah, by the way, you treat me. I'm like, well, good. The message is coming across. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> there it is. So that's, that's how, that makes it. Like, but you I'm, have to I- pay attention. You have to pay attention that it's being communicated as well. Mm, you have to pay say that again. You have to pay attention to what's being communicated. Exactly. Because you, you could read it wrong and it could be a problem. Well, yeah, you could, you know. Or you could read it right. Well, you could read it Well, 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 well. Okay, okay, okay. Let me ask you this then. Um, true love makes you do shit. That's the statement. True love makes you do shit you would naturally do. That's the full statement. My question to you is, name two things that love have made you do that you wouldn't naturally do, that you normally wouldn't do. Make me stay up all night. (laughs) (laughs) You better quit talking about me on this show. All right, go ahead. What else? (laughs) 
<laughs> you come home early. <laughs> <laughs> I think you, that was easy. It was the answer and it was easy. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, you All know, right. honestly, yes, but truly it will make you come home early and stay up late, you know, mm. just to make, make that lover happy, you know, whatever it takes. Okay. Um, Connected to the same question. How far would you go for love? Wait, two, two ways. I want two answers on that. One is how far would you go geographically? And then next is... <laughs> you tell next, me. You tell me. <laughs> oh, for you? I'd go anywhere. I'd no, go no, anywhere. no. I was saying how far at, will I go? Oh, you, you just want me to tell you how far, far would you go? Yeah. I ain't going to tell these people that. I ain't going to tell these people that. But I know you would go all the way. I love you. You go. That's you would go all the way. Now, if you yeah. listen to this show right now, Michael talks to everybody. I do talk to everybody. We have celebrities on here. We have folks who aren't quite celebrities, but they have extraordinary values and qualities. And then we just talk to some people who want to talk about what we want to talk about. And today I got my own girlfriend on here, you know, in my heart. And we're talking about what is love, you know? And once again, I want to say our authority is that we've done a lot of this. We've been in, in and out some long-term relationships and we know what feels good to us. Does it make us correct? I don't know, but I, I'd rather be happy than be right anyway. So one more question to you because we got to go to a break soon, but um, how far did you go for love? Now, at first I asked you how far would you go? Now this is how far did you go? How, what's the furthest you've gone? For Geographically? Geographically? No, hell no. <laughs> hell no. Don't even try me. <laughs> oh, my. You know, I, I, well, for me, it's mm. always, that's why it's not, I've learned to, you know, protect my heart, you know, but not give up on love. So mm. I've gone pretty far. The people that know me mm. know that, I, I mean, I, I just about would die for love. You know, when you love somebody, you know, I give my all when I'm in, when I'm in a thing. So should I be nervous now? No, I mean, if you were to die for love, should I should I be cautious? You should be glad that I would die for love. Oh, yes, I am. I know you would die for my love, and that's what makes it so delicious. Absolutely. <laughs> so so okay. All right. So here here's here's the question. Um you you did go, how far did you go though? You didn't say it. How far did I you wanted. go for somebody? You take pick one of your lovers and Tell me, how, how radical did it get? How far did you say, I do that because I love you? Well, I, in my last relationship, I would say, I, a lot of things were put on the line without my permission. Mm. And in the, in the midst of that, I was still willing to, you know, to savor the love, whatever it took. Because wow. love is not always, you know, just touchy-feely, all that. But just mm -hmm. even my character was put on the line because of the love that I have you know, for the person I'm in love with, you know, so I'll stand with you, you know, I'll, you know, I'll go to, go to battle with you. You know, if I believe in you and I love you, if I said I commit to a thing, then I commit to a thing. And mm. so until the Lord makes me walk away, come on, I'm usually there. So, so even how, to a fault, even to a fault. So how much does character play in a relationship of love? It plays everything to me because your character is who you are. And it's not so much, it's not what you say so much. It should match. And so when you what you say doesn't match what you do, uh, you know, you got to know that pretty early. 
So, you know, your character is just really who you are every day when nobody's watching. So. And, and, and this last question before we go to our break. And if you love a guy, if you love a guy, would you do anything for him? Don't answer that question. I want you to think about that. We'll be back in a few moments. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season remind us to embrace change and fearlessly look toward the future. Like Andrew Jarecki, award-winning filmmaker and creator of MoviePhone. The studios didn't really control the theaters. The theaters didn't control the studios. And I thought, well, there's a window in here where I could make things easier for the consumer and also make something that would be very useful for the industry. Or Kellen Kenny, Chief Marketing and Growth Officer at AT&T, who installed fiber in customers' houses rather than leading from afar. It is so crucial that you spend time with the customers. That is the best lesson. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Wark, the next an author like Min Jin Lee. 
or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. And we're black. I mean, and we're back. It's uh, Michael Talks to Everybody. Here, we're going to talk about all type of topics. We're not just going to be on one thing. A lot of people want to know a lot of stuff. And me, I know more insignificant shit that you can't use nowhere on the planet. And I'm willing to share that with you. Okay, so today's topic, what is love? And when I left, I went to the break. I, I asked the question, how far did you go for love? How far did you go? Well, we kind of answered that when we... We were back on this one. I think you kind of coupled it. Okay, with, what was the second one? What would I do? How I think you were saying, what would I, mm-hmm. how far would I go, I guess, mm-hmm. do for a person? What was the furthest uh, you went? You were supposed to come the back and tell The furthest I went, yeah. Well, I, again, I, I, you know, I just, I totally commit. I I felt like my, my character was put on the line. So that's as far as I'll go. So far as, as I won't go, what I will not do, is I won't go as far as to destroy you or me, the person I'm in love with or me. And what I mean physically, I mean that physically. If you're going to bring harm willingly to yourself or to myself, I'm not going that far because that's unnecessary. And you don't care about yourself. So, yeah. But if I promise to be gentle, could I tie you up? um, Wait a minute. Hold on. I don't know if that's... (laughs) <laughs> is it the same topic? You said that's what I'm talking about? I said that's not what we're talking about. Oh, that's not what we're talking about. We said how far? How far? Uh, okay. What advice would you give someone who feels that love is hopeless? Oh, this is good now. This is this is getting good now because you know we're not no spring chickens. And, I, you know, like I said, we thought our, our ship had come and gone. And here we are showing that you can still find love no matter where you are, no matter what age if you're seeking and it's seeking you, everything you're looking for is looking for you anyway. Everything you're seeking is seeking you. I know I was seeking a great queen and you walked in. So what advice would you give someone who feels that love is hopeless? Well, my, my personal advice would be to not give up. I mean, it's, you know, if you go through things, of course, you, you kind of get that feeling that, you know, maybe not. And I, I was one, you know, I was ready to say, you know what, I'm going to be like, you know, I'm going to do like you said. I'm just going to enjoy, you know, if I, if I find someone I can have a nice relationship with, kind of settling with it. Mm-hmm, but then when mm-hmm. I finally came to came back to really what I really want, and I just, I spoke that thing, and I believed it. I, you know, I prayed to God that, you know, maybe there is, because, I mean, I'm a lover, and I love being loved, so there's no way God created me not to get what he created me to have. So I just finally just decided to revisit my, my faith and just, you know, just trust God. And not put it put it in a box, but not have under, you know, under expectations either to really get what my heart desired. Because uh, I believe I settled to it prior. Not that any of my relationships were horrible, but they were not everything I wanted. You know, I kind of settled for different reasons. I settled in the first one because I wanted to be married. So I, I, I know I, I wasn't in love. I do know that. And then my 
Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. My, my last relationship, it was more a relationship decision. And the relationship was for, for my kids. So it was a place I wasn't mm. like. So I know I wasn't in love, mm. but I, I love the person. I do know that. Um, mm. And it was it was a it was a decision for my kids. They needed a father. And so wow. I felt like I could fall in love with him. Mm. Honestly. So what I would say to someone now, you don't even have to risk all that. I mean, you have to do what you have to do until you can do better. <laughs> you know. Well, let's hold and, up there because you were talking about settling. And that's what I think we're talking about right now. Right. Is settling. I mean, I believe, and, and you know, it's, it's funny because I spoke about this on my morning show, no, on my Facebook, I think, and someone came out and said, well, you know, it's unfair for you to say you settled for the, these women you've had relationships with. But I, I know where I was. I know what I did. I know that I didn't, I didn't settle in the sense that I went, ah, you're not quite what I want, but I'll take you. No, it right. wasn't, wasn't thinking like that. I was thinking... Damn, that's a nice ass. Look at them titties. I wonder if she swallows. I'm thinking, what are the things that I want as a man? I'm just telling you, as a single man, I was looking out there like, mm, I wonder how easy it'd be to get with her. I wonder, you know, I'm thinking all these other things, but I'm not thinking about the basic things that I need out of it. Then once right. I get with her and find out she'll give me the things that are lustful that I want, sometimes I forget about the other things that are more passionate and deeper that I also need. And I say, well, fuck it, as long as I'm getting this. I can make it with the rest. I can make it without the rest. But I have found that as the years go on, those things you really need sneak back up and knock on the door, and they want to come back in, and our willpower as humans, oh, it's nothing. So next thing you know, you're looking around trying to see how can you maintain what you already have but also get what you want. And I felt like in all three of my relationships that I ended like that. We started out hot, everybody on fire, everybody love everybody, everybody be the right thing, going to be perfect. Then as things calm down, you start thinking about, ooh, I love this person, but I wish I could have this mm -hmm. in a relationship. So right. so the question comes to you. So the question comes to you. Did were any of your relationships like were you a guy in, but everything wasn't there you wanted, but it was enough for you to say, Hey, I can make this work? Yes. And see, naturally, I I found as I learned myself, I'm more of a, a fixer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so mm -hmm. I thought, you know. They had enough for me to say, you know, it's enough for me to, you know, get through. Thanks. And then I'll fall in love with them. I mean, mm. I honestly felt like, you know, it's enough. <laughs> it's enough. Mm. But as I've gotten older and my kids are grown and now I really come, I'm in a whole new state of living. I mean, it's, I don't want just that. I don't want to fix anybody. I want somebody to just love me for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and not just love me for me, but to to anticipate what I need. and do that because that's what I always have done in relationships. And so I want that reciprocated. So I was yeah. not going to settle for that yeah. this time, but I had to say um, to myself, cause I was, I finally said, you know what? I'm, I'm done. I'm good. I'll just find someone I can have a companionship with. And then, you know, we'll be good, but marriage and all that. Now nah, I'm over it until one day I just finally say, God, you're bigger than me. You're hmm. way bigger than my little mindset. And I truly believe you have the one out there for me still, if I allow you to make it happen. And so I'm believing I'm on that path right now. So I'm so, so how important is reciprocation in a relationship? It's very, it's, it's, it's vital. If it's, mm -hmm. if it's, I mean, I feel like that's the heartbeat of the relationship. 
when you're loving, when love is, it's, it's, love is a communication to me. And so when you're, when you're loving, you're communicating. If you're not giving back the, at the, giving back to them with their, what they're giving to you and not so much in the exact same way, because we're both different, you know, the two individuals are different, but you're paying attention so you can reciprocate just their mm-hmm. need, whatever you think, whatever you're listening to that they're needing and you're giving that back. That that's. So, so if you're listening to it, then you are you listening to a love language? Are you like looking it. for a love language? Right. So what, what is your love language? I would say, well, one is open affection is one of my love languages. Oh, you be, you be, come on, you be doing that. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I love that. I love that. I know you love me because you are openly affectionate. I am not lying. I'd be like, if you don't get off me with all that love. All right, go ahead. <laughs> and and uh, well, another one is, you know, just if I hear something that, let's say you say something you need, I'm always trying to figure out, well, how can I do that for him? Or, you know, just anticipating, you know, your what your, your thoughts may be towards a thing. Mm. Yeah, that's my two. What is your love language, sir? Um, first of all, it's food. I try, I try to feed Idiots. you. I try to feed you with love. I think sometimes that I can approach a woman's heart through her stomach. So oh what what I try to do is I'll feed you. That's this this romance. I think in in, oh, in yeah. eating and breaking bread with someone. There's something also spiritual in that. It's connecting in that. So I want a part of my love language is how I feed you. I'll take you to the most beautiful places and treat you. Flowers is my love language. I think. Yeah. That I mean, I I want you to not just get, receive the flowers, but I want you to watch the flowers as they continue to bloom in your presence. So day after day, they become more beautiful, and the scent is becoming more vibrant in your house. I want you to be thinking about me when I'm not there. So so my love language is um, to treat you like the queen you are, and to give you all the things you deserve, even if you don't ask for them. Um, like you said, anticipating your needs. I want to pre-anticipate your needs before you even anticipate your anticipation. I want to already do it for you. And you'd be thinking, well, I was going to, well, I sure did. I sure do like that type of thing. How did he know? I want to outguess you on the goodness. That's the thing, the blessing you and I have is that you and I love each other so much the whole time we've been together. We've been trying to outgive each other. You know, <laughs> I told my friends the other day, I had to hold your hand in the store if I let you go into the department store, you come back with a bag with some shit in it for me. So I think that's the way it's supposed to be. I think we're supposed to try to out give each other, out love each other, out lift each other, out romance each other. So my language is the language of pure love, of making you know that I mean it when I say I love you. To, to try to be as gentle and, and sweet and nurturing as I possibly can because I know that whatever you give out, you're going to get back. And that's what I want to get back. And that's what you give me. You know, you give the same to me. I love it. Come on, love- quit playing, quit playing. This ain't about us. It's about the topic. What <laughs> is love? What is love? Do you sing when you're in love? I'm not a singer, mm. but I love music. I do listen to a lot of love music because okay. I, you know, I love, I love, love. Music. You, love you do you like to dance? I love to dance. With is you. there love language in the dancing? Yes. Oh my goodness. I don't know what it is, but it's magical. So so is it is it when you just uh is it when you show your affection in the dance by yeah. the way you maybe lightly touch the person as you dance around them or tease them with the movements? 
all of that. Mm. And the actual, just the actual song, the, the lyrics sometimes. Okay, here it is. I think romance is getting wet and butt naked. That's love for me. Wet and butt naked with the one you say you love, but is it in the shower for you or is it in the bath? Now, you know, <laughs> me and Mr. Bubble, we got a thing going on. and uh, But you've taught me some things. With a shower that I didn't know about. So what would be, what would be, <laughs> why are you laughing, Mom? What what would be, if you're gonna do your love dance, where you wanna do it at? In the shower or the bathtub? The wait, shower, of can I tell them, wait, can I tell them <laughs> our first romantic encounter? Was sure. where? Where was it? You mean the location? Where did, oh, yeah. Well, we were in the bathtub. In the bathtub bathtub so you understand the power of water in life and the spiritual in spirituality life water is life and water is always a connection to life nothing can live without water water is so important in fact if you drink water enough water every day you can't even get sick because water will flush anything out of you it's not supposed to be there and we made our first connection butt naked in soapy water with mr bubble and found something because neither one of us were really there there yet. We were just sort of, right, bumping into each other, that's trying right. to figure that's it right. out. That's so, okay. so we got to do the love language. So, okay, all right, okay. Was it love or the dick? The question is, was it My for God. love or was it for the love of the dick that made you say you're in love? Be honest now, people are listening. I this did not know show. you were going to ask that on the... I don't just oh, talk to everybody. We talk about everything. <laughs> What's the truth now? Let the people know. Well, you know. <laughs> Pretty dark, but I can tell that's a blush. I know a blush on the Yeah, side. yeah, yeah. Ask that question again. I'll ask it again. Because <laughs> <laughs> I the, think it's both. <laughs> it, it was it, And you know what? Scratch that. How important is being playful with each other? Oh, my God. It's so important. It's, it's vital, but everything you're asking me is it's like the thing I just said to you about was it the love or was it the dick? That for me is us playing with each other yes. in this game of love. <laughs> Your reaction to that would have told me a lot about you. You know, if you was actually offended because I said that, or why could you? I I would have been like I would have recoiled. I was like, oh my god, because. You know, I'm a prankster. I'm a jokester. I'm a safe shit that's funny. And some of it ain't going to make sense. And some of it going to be rude. Because some shit, I say just to see how it sound when it come out my head. And so if you're actually doing a love dance with me and a love language of me, you know that when I say something like that, yes. I'm just trying to have fun with you. So how important is the playfulness of um, a couple? I love it. That's, that's a part of keeping it alive. If you can't play and have fun with each other, I mean, who else you gonna you gonna play somewhere else? So I'd rather you play here. Come on, somebody! You better say that. You better play at home and quit playing around. Okay. Uh, I was trying to see how we looking on time because this is the type of topic you could talk about forever. This is the type of topic you can talk about forever, and you should. We should always talk about love because if we could talk about it, we can get to it, and we could also clarify what each of us need from each other. What is love? Is the topic you're listening to? Michael talked to everybody, and today I chose to talk to my honey, my sweetheart, my ace coon boom, my 
Ooh, my Ugachi Koo. You know, the one that gives my heart something extra to throb about, the one that uh, gives me a reason to breathe. Get up in the morning, don't need no alarm clock. That's who I chose to talk about love because I need to get it from the word of the, the mouth of the horse itself. I want to hear from the woman I love who says she loves me because I might be getting it wrong. Ask yourself out there, folks, have you asked your lover any of these questions? You need to ask them. And here's one. Give me three examples in your life when you knew it was real love. Three examples. When I knew it was real love, I guess. Three examples. Three examples? Mm -hmm. I knew it was real love with you. I'll say with you. Okay. Well, hell, hell, hold on with shit. Who else could you have been thinking about when I asked that question? (laughs) I you think about that. You, you had, yeah, but you had to sit in and decide which one you were talking to. You said you in my life. When baby. you pulled out that pad and that pen and started going, let me see, Jeffrey. No, not him, not Jeffrey. <laughs> now, Ricky, Pookie, and them. Uh, okay. Go ahead. And, and with me. With me. I, I'll, I'll, I'll say with you, babe. With you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because I am in love with you. I, and I, it's mm. kind of, when I know it was real love with us, I, I, I kind of second guessed myself because it almost seemed like. Mm. Is this really God, really? You're gonna give me everything my little heart desire? Mm, so, I've been trying. I know, I know you you are, you are. And I'm I'm so grateful. But that that when I questioned if it was real love, because it was so much like I dreamed, you know. And so that that the first time I think I asked you, I said, Are you sure you 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 love me? I'm like, because I'm really not going anywhere, so uh, I, I really hope you, you did say me. that. You're not going anywhere. And I said, I know because I'd kill you. So, <laughs> no. See, that's what I mean. How you baby play playful with your loved one. So 20 years from now, me and I have a fight. Please don't pull this tape out and say, I have a video. I have a tape that can prove that one day he said he, no. Um, <laughs> three examples. That was one. And then I would say, I don't know. You do so much. So I think another one that would stand out, you gave me um, a ring. You gave me your your, your favorite pinky ring. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> I know y'all can't see Oh, it, but, my uh, God. But it see. was his promise to me. He, he made a promise to me. It was so, it was. I wasn't expecting that. I thought, what? What are you doing? Oh. But it was just, I knew then. That's a good now. Okay. What's the third one? And it was really the conversation that went with the ring, you know, and it wasn't, it was it just kind of happy. You know, and you, mm. you, it was just sweet. It was a personal conversation, and I loved it. And um, so that was my second. And I would say this last, the third thing here, recent, is the way you declare your love for me publicly. That that's that's you know, there's no no apology, no trying to anything. You just it is what it is, and I'm grateful for that. And so those are the three things I I would say. Well, you know, and you know, because I told you so, I've never been in love like this before. So it's very easy for me to broadcast this everywhere I go. I'm shouting it from the rooftops. And, you know, it gives me joy to do it. Just to say how much I love you, knowing that it's true. It just turns me on, baby. Yeah, and I'll say this, too, um, because you said what you just said. I Mm. even questioned you. well, I told you I had uh, researched you is what I told you. And I said, well, Mike, you kind of said that in all your past relationships. So you're sure you're sure you love me like that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I kind of I, I get when people say, you know, you you you're, they think you're demeaning your other relationships, but you're not. And the way you explained it to me and I, I 
That's why I know you love me. Is that, you know, I'm in a different space in my life. And it was true love at the time. And mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, I'm me and I'm your, I mean, I love the people that I, you know, love before. And I'm yeah. sure I told them I love them. Yeah. You know, it's just a different space. It, it was of, true then. It was true. Right? It was true then. And, and in, right. in each case too, I always thought every time that this was the one. You know, you hope you think that. I think that's one of the signs of love. You hope that your heart says, shit, this is the one, you know? I think that has to be one of the three signs of it, you know? And then if you really want it to work, you both put in the work, man, to make it be the one. Like you, one of the signs that I know, you make it easy. Loving you is easy. You know, it's not, it's not a challenge when no competition. Somebody told me in relationship, you either going to be teammates or opponents. You Absolutely. are clearly my teammate. If they could have saw the work you did at our annual Christmas party this year, the way you cleaned and organized and talked to people and dealt with people, everybody was singing your praises because uh-huh. you meant it. It's coming from your heart and it was natural. You flowed at doing some shit I ain't doing. I got to hire somebody to do all that shit. I ain't getting against work. Don't get me wrong. I can watch other people work all day long. I just don't want to be personally involved in it. I just don't want to do anything more strenuous than to jump to a conclusion. But you came right in and sizzled it. You clean, man, look, I got to tell y'all, she found a dead mouse on the back porch. She ain't even say nothing to me about that. She didn't screech. Oh my God, where's, so who's going to get the roach? No, I mean, I mean a rat. It was a mouse. Who's going to get the mouse? She ain't said no shit like that. She swept that mouse up and threw it away with the rest of the garbage and kept it moving. I have a real one here. I know what love is when I see you. I know what love is when I talk to you because I feel it to the belly, the bottom of my belly, belly, bony. Every ounce of my being, I feel it. It has to be true. I know it's true. And I had said to God one day, even if this never lasts, I am grateful for this moment to ever have felt as good as I feel right now, just because of you, just because of knowing you and loving you and being near you. And so I have to say, I don't know what love is. I'm not an authority on it, but I know what it feels like to me. And this is the greatest part of it I've ever felt in my life. And that is sharing it with you. And so I am here wishing that other people out there find that love they're looking for, because everybody want to be loved. That's basic. Everybody want to, and a lot of you niggas just need a hug. But Everybody needs to be loved. And when you find the one, I think a second trait you said is correct. It's easy. It's not work. You fall into each other. The way me and you hug each other, you fit me like a glove. It's not It's not difficult. The way you kiss me, that two and a half minutes, got a little slob coming out the corner of your mouth. <laughs> Get off me. I can't breathe. Kiss. That's that real shit. You know what is love because you'll feel it. You'll yeah. know it, and no one else will have to define it. That's what come every time you say to me, or not every time. A lot of times you say, baby, I love you. I say, I know, and I know, because yeah. the way you treat me with such excellence and grace, I love you. I really do. I love you, too, and you treat me the same and more. I wish I had my poem to read on this thing. I wish I – I don't know what my poem is. Ooh, if I had my poem, because I wrote a poem called so, – wait a minute. Is it over here? Wait a minute. Wait a minute, y'all. Oh, snap. I got the point. I got the point. Hey, y'all, I didn't even plan this shit. This just happened. That's what I mean about love. When it's real, you ain't got to plan it. When it's real, it just happened. I just happened to have this poem here. Um, and I'm going to wrap this up after I do this poem because we're only supposed to be 30 minutes. And I know we've already gone over the wire, but love. Ooh, you can't be rushing love. Love. Ooh, love like takes time, baby. Okay, it's called Simply Sonia. I don't even know what to say. 
but I think a lot about you every day, and I like it. I don't know where you came from, but I love you so much I feel giddy and dumb, and I like it. I don't really know if there's a heaven or a hell, but I'd follow you to whichever you wanted to sell because I like it. I don't know much about anything, but I know the very thought of you makes my heart sing, and I like it. So I'm thanking great God every day that he sent your fine ass my way. Oh, you better know that I like it. I hope you don't think that I'm being rude, but this poem is really about gratitude and the very fact that I like it. That I'm constantly in a loving attitude, which really a blessing from my favorite dude who sent me an angel to guide me to light, to love me and kiss me and treat me just right. And her name is Sonia and she's smart and hot. The kind you want in your corner when you're in a spot, a simple smile and she can melt the chill away. And she treats me like the king I am each and every day. And I like it. I love you, baby. You have really blessed me today by being my guest on the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I love having you. You even know I can't wait till we get off this show because I'm about to have you again. Uh, anyway, it's so wonderful to have you here. Hey, y'all, it's called Michael Talks to Everybody, and you've been talking to my sweetheart, my squeeze, my ace boom coom, watching cool herself, Simply Sonia. That's Sonia Lynette Wardell from uh, uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, where she makes the best cra- uh, uh, salmon croquettes on the planet. And I mean that, girl. They went fast at the party the other night. Quick, fast, and her. Anything you want to leave us with before we get out of here? Yeah, I'll say this. Um, so if you're if you're debating about giving love a second chance, get up out your seat and cross the street. You'll be good. I promise you. That's what take you did. Yes, that's what she did. She saw me cross the street. She had to think about it. She first she wasn't gonna do it, and then she, she said, "I'm gonna it. get up and walk across the street, and meet this man, and look." Now I ain't gonna never let you go. What you gonna do I about go. that? I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I love you, baby. Thank you. I love you hey, y'all, it's called Michael Talks to Everybody. Please also follow our morning show, the Michael Caillou Morning Show, where ain't no cussing, none of that shit. No, it is a family-friendly seven, uh, five days a week at 7 a.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time, 9 a.m. Central Time, and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on YouTube. Just go to YouTube and put in the Michael Kaya Morning Show. Five days a week. Come hang out with us where we laugh, we play, we joke, and we pray every single solidarity show. This one, I'm here three days a week with new shows. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It's called Michael Talks to Everybody. And today, I talk to my new goddess, my queen, simply Sonia Lynette. Wardell. I would want to put an R in and call it Wardell, but it's Wardell. W-A-D-D-E-L-L. And if you're a Wardell and you're some down, somewhere down Winston-Salem, North Carolina, there's probably one of your relatives right here with that Southern hospitality. I love how you love me, and I thank you for being here. I had a good time today. I hope y'all did too, man. Thank y'all for checking us out here at Michael Talks to Everybody. Hey, you can follow me, man. I'm easy to follow. I'm on Instagram, just under at Michael Kaya. I'm on TikTok. That's Michael Kaya 135. I have a very sexy webpage called TheRealMichaelKaya.com. You know, you go over there, you can find out about my merchandise and what I'm doing and where all my shows are. Everything is right there. 
Or if you really love me, you can go to my cash app. That's dollar sign, Michael Kaya's money. I'm playing with y'all, but I accept green stamp, food stamp, Canadian money. I'll take your bus transfer if it's got some time left on it. And my morning show, oh my goodness, the Michael Kaya morning show. That's 7 a.m. Pacific time, yo, five days a week. This has been a Raylock Group production. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry, the world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.